Hello, everybody. Welcome. I am so excited to hang out with you guys on this lovely Friday morning. How are we all doing? I have something really exciting that I want to chat with you guys about. And maybe you guys have noticed that I've been talking a little bit more about your binge brain versus your true brain. And I want to really give you guys clarity on what the difference is between your binge brain and your true brain. There is a difference. There is an absolutely big, big, big difference between your true brain and your bitch brain. So what the heck is the difference, first of all? But second of all, how do we start listening to our true brain, right? So your binge brain, your binge brain is this animalistic voice that is going to convince you that you have to give in to the urge to binge. Your binge brain is going to convince you one last time. Your binge brain is going to convince you this is the only way that you can feel relief. This is the only way that you're going to feel a sense of relief and a sense of calmness, a sense of comfort. You guys know that that urge to binge is demanding. It's persistent. It's so loud. It's like a fly in your house and you're like trying to pay attention. You're trying to have conversations, but all you can think about is this fly in the house, right? Like you guys know it's summertime. Like even last night, Andrew and I were outside. He was barbecuing and I was like trying to just be present. I put my phone away. I was like, try to be present. And then there was like a, a fly that kept on flying around and, you know, going all over me. And it's really hard to pay attention when you have this nagging fly in your room or outside that's near you. It's the same thing with the urge to binge. You could try to not pay attention to it. You can try to be present with your husband or partner or a loved one or a friend, but this fly is in the room. This urge is taking over. It feels demanding. Pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. Hello, why are you not paying attention to me? You're going to feel so much better, right? If you just pay attention to me and you give into this urge to binge. So that is your, your binge brain. Now there's kind of two voices of your binge brain. We have the restrict voice and then an animalistic voice. So what I mean by this, okay, when you're binging, you probably swing from one pendulum of restricting and then another pendulum of like out of control binging. Very, very, very typical. So your binge brain has two voices, restrict, animalistic, out of control. So this restrict voice is going to tell you, you've eaten too much today. That has too many calories. You shouldn't be eating this. This is a bad food, right? Like that's what your restrict voice says. So let's say you're going out for dinner. Well, you should choose a lower calorie option. This is your restrict voice. You know, you ate too much yesterday. You probably shouldn't eat the pizza. You're going on vacation in a week. You probably shouldn't order the burger, right? Oh, 
look at your friend. They're all ordering a salad. You should order a salad. That's your restrict voice. And then you have your animalistic voice, which is still part of your binge brain. And your animalistic voice is like, I just have to give in. I feel out of control. I can't just have a bite of something sweet. I feel compelled to have the entire box of chocolates. I can't just have one cookie. I'm going to finish the whole row. Your animalistic voice is like, oh, nobody's here. All right, time to binge. Your animalistic voice is saying one last time, this is going to be the final binge. I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise. I am never going to binge again. I'm just going to do it this one last time because I have like three cookies in the, in the cupboard. So like, I might as well just finish them. I might as well just like get it out of the house. How many of you guys have had this experience? This has happened to me so many times where I'm like, okay, I'm going to restart my diet tomorrow. And I'm just going to get all the garbage out. So I'm just going to eat it, right? Like little cleanse. I'm just going to clean the pantry. I'm just going to eat everything, right? It's like, I'm just going to eat everything. And then tomorrow the diet's going to start. I can't have these sweets in the house if my diet's starting tomorrow. I might as well just, I might as well just eat it, right? Another aspect of your animalistic voice is like, well, I already ate so much today and I'm already so bloated. So I might as well just binge tonight. How many of you guys can relate to that? Jen says guilty, right? This is so common. So many times, right? It's like you go out for dinner and it's like, well, I already consumed so many calories. So like, I'm obviously going to have dessert tonight or, oh my gosh, like I ate that food and it made me so bloated, but it didn't even taste good. How many of you guys have eaten something and it made you feel so heavy or so bloated? And you're like, that didn't even taste good. That's literally the worst. I'm like wasted calories. Like this is my thought process before I'm like wasted calories. So I'm like, if I already feel heavy and bloated, but I'm not really satisfied, instead of sitting with this discomfort, I'm going to eat to feel better. I literally consumed thousands of calories and now I feel like a bloated fish and it wasn't even that good. It did not even taste that good. I'm like, I need to like, I need satisfaction because if I put so many calories in my body, like I better be satisfied. Okay. So I'm going to come home and actually eat what I want to eat. Right. So this is your, 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 your animalistic voice. That's part of your binge brain. Now your true brain, your true brain is you. Think about your true brain as your brain before all of this diet culture BS. You did not think twice before eating a cookie. You did not think twice about like, oh my gosh, this is too many calories. Like think back to when you, before you were even dieting, maybe you were five years old, six years old, 14 years old, whatever. Like before you were dieting, what did you do with food? I remember, so my dad and I were so cute. So we used to watch hockey together. I loved watching hockey. 
it'd be like a Tuesday or a Thursday night. And I'd watch hockey with my dad and we would always have ice cream, whether it was a cone, like my, my dad and I were like ice cream buddies. We had ice cream. It wasn't a second thought of like, okay, but what I, what did I eat today? Does it fit my macros? Am I allowed to eat this? There was none of that. Like the only question I had was like scoop a cone or a bowl. Like those are the only two questions I had. Like, should I have it in? That was like the hardest decision of the night. Do I want it in a bowl or do I want it in a cone? But then as you go through diets, you start second guessing yourself. Should I be eating one scoop? Should I have two scoops? Should I be eating this? Should I not be eating this? What are the macros? What are the calories? Am I going to burn this off? You didn't think of all these thoughts before diet culture. That is your true brain. What do I feel like? Okay, I want ice cream. Boom, you go get ice cream. Hmm, what do I feel like? I'm craving a salad. You get a salad. You don't get a salad and start questioning, am I restricting because I'm having a salad? That didn't happen years ago. But now you might be eating a salad and you're like, am I restricting? Am I in diet culture land? I'm having a protein shake. Am I dieting? Like, do I see how wild and crazy our brain has shifted because of diet culture? Even one of my clients inside of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy, she's like, it's so hot outside. And I haven't really been like craving like full on meals because it's hot. And I just kind of want something light and I kind of want something refreshing. And I told her, I'm like, honestly, I'm the same way. It's like super hot outside. If I go for a walk, I come home. I'm like, I, I want like a big bowl of fruit or, you know, some yogurt or a smoothie. I've been loving like fresh things, like even yogurt, um, instead of like hot oatmeal, I'll put oats in a bowl with some almond milk. Right. So I'm like, I need something refreshing. And I was telling her like, that's not restriction. Like if you don't feel like a full on meal and you want a smoothie or you want something fresh, like some fruit, like that's not restriction. That's you listening to your true brain. But oftentimes it's like, but am I restricting? Like, is this diet culture? Like, am I, am I depriving myself? Like we, we question ourselves. So your true brain is your true self before all of the diet culture BS has really been ingrained in, and programmed into your brain. So are you listening to your true brain, the one that says like, I'm, I'm allowed to eat when I'm hungry. Yeah, I want the salad. Yes, I want the cookie. I'm allowed to eat this. Without weighing my food, without tracking my food, without, you know, beating myself up. Like that's your true brain. Your binge brain is like, what are the calories? Again, your binge brain has those two voices, the restriction voice, like what are the calories? Is this going to fit your macros? Like that's your restrict voice. And then your animalistic voice is like, oh, might as well just binge. I'm already bloated. I'm already spiraling out of control. So are you listening to that binge voice, that binge uh, brain? Or are you listening to your true self that knows it is safe to eat when you're hungry? You are safe to 
have this salad if that's what you're craving without it feeling like restriction. You are safe to have the cookie at three o'clock with your tea. You are safe to do that. And this is why I am a huge believer and why I created my root and rewire process, you guys, because rewiring your brain, do you guys see, even just from like 15 minutes of me talking, like you have to rewire your brain. Your brain is so sucked in to these thought patterns, these habits, these habitual loops, not even just thoughts. I talked about the thoughts, right? Of diet culture and the binge voice, but also the habits of a binge eater. Every single time that you feel this urge to binge and you give in, you are effectively wiring, programming this habit of binge eating into your brain. So think back to, you know, when you first started your diet, maybe you're five years old, 14 years old. For me, it was, I was 14 years old. And the first time I started dieting, right? And I was feeling deprived. You probably remember feeling this urge to eat more when you already, when you were already full. You felt this urge to keep on eating. Like you, you intellectually know, like I'm full. Like I actually don't need more food. And then you have this other part of your brain that's like, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. And you're like, my pants are literally going to burst open. Like there's no more room for food. I am done but you felt this urge, like this, this impulse, like just keep on going. And I remember I had that feeling and I'm like, what the heck is this? I'm like, do I listen to this? Like what's happening? What's happening? Like, I feel like somebody is literally taking over my body and doing things with food that just did not feel like me. I felt bloated. I felt full. I felt like I was going to burst and I could not stop eating. This was the urge taking over my body. And you guys know it's uncomfortable. The binge voice is going to say you have to give in. If you want relief, because it's super uncomfortable when you have that urge to binge, you have to give in. If you want relief, you have to give in. If you want comfort, you have to give in. It's going to convince you one last time. So I kept listening to that binge voice. Cause I'm like, well, yeah, I am actually really uncomfortable. And, uh, I don't like being uncomfortable and I just want relief right now. I feel like I was like crawling out of my skin and I'm like, I just need relief. So you know what? I'm going to give in. And you guys know when you're like having that urge to binge and you're like, I just need to give in like one more time. I just have to give in one more time. Right. And as soon as like you start giving in, it's like, sure, the first few bites taste so good. But then afterwards, you're like, you can't even taste the food. Like it stops even tasting good because you're like numbed out. And then post binge, that's a whole other conversation where it's like regret, shame, embarrassment you're dealing with like the like the fatigue of your body like inflammation the bloating like oh all of that right 
So post binge, you're like, I should have listened to my true brain. After you've done the binge, you're like, I should have listened to my true brain. But before the binge, you're like, well, I just have to listen to my binge brain because I am so uncomfortable right now. So this is why, this is why you guys, you feel torn. Do I listen to my binge brain? Do I listen to my true voice? Like which, which one do I listen to? Because every single time I don't listen to my binge voice, I'm uncomfortable. But then every time I listen to my binge voice, I'm also freaking uncomfortable because now I'm bloated and I'm disgusted and I'm having shame and I'm judging myself. So what the heck and Bob do I do? This is where you have to remind yourself. You're going to be uncomfortable either way. You don't give in to that urge to binge. It's uncomfortable. You give in to the urge to binge. It's uncomfortable. However, if you don't give in to that urge to binge, it's short-term discomfort. Short-term discomfort of dealing with this urge, this persistent urge that's demanding you to give in, which is uncomfortable, but it's short. It's small, right? Like you can do it. You can do it. You're stronger than you think. And then you have the rest of the evening, the rest of the week, the rest, eventually the rest of your life where you can actually experience freedom from this urge to binge, freedom and joy and, and just like mental real estate back. If you do the opposite and you're like, I can't handle the urge to binge, it's so uncomfortable. So then you give in, it's short-term satisfaction, short-term gratification, short-term pleasure, short-term comfort, like this tiny little bit of pleasure, tiny little bit of comfort, tiny little bit of like, ooh, I feel so good, followed by days and weeks and months feeling ashamed, feeling guilty, feeling uncomfortable in your own skin, feeling bloated, all of these other things, right? So if we know that it's going to be uncomfortable either way, we can remind ourselves, like, I am safe to feel a little bit of discomfort, because I'm going to feel a little bit of discomfort either way. I am healing my relationship with food. I am retraining my brain. If you want to do this sustainably, you guys know I'm all about sustainability. If you don't want sustainability, then sure, feel instant gratification and keep giving in, right? But we want to end this for good. So you have to remind yourself, it's like that little burst of discomfort that you feel not giving into the urge to binge is not going to kill you. In fact, for me, it was like, it was so motivating for me to know that every urge that I felt and I did not give in, 
I was weakening these neural pathways in my brain. I was becoming one step closer to ending binge eating because every time, again, every time you feel that urge to binge and you give in, you are ingraining these, these, these habit pathways, these neural pathways in your brain. And they get so used to firing. You feel the urge to binge and you give in. It like signals the brain that if you don't give in and you feel that urge to binge, it's like these things, it's like, um, these things in your brain, it's like these, like, like think of it like a bright light is like flashing at you. Like pay attention to me, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And if you don't pay attention, it's like this annoying flashlight that doesn't stop. And you're like, okay, fine. I'm going to freaking give in. So that's kind of like what's going on in the brain in like very, very, very simple terms. So it's going to convince you to give in. But if you feel that urge and you don't give in, eventually it's going to stop sending you these annoying signals, AKA, you're gonna stop feeling this nagging, demanding, persistent urge to binge. But oftentimes we're not patient enough. Oftentimes it's like, I need instant gratification. Oftentimes it's like, screw it, I'm so tired. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give in. The first step in rewiring your brain, I feel like this is like a freaking masterclass. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. The first step in rewiring your brain is to not give in to the urge to binge. To not give in to that urge to binge. And now you might intellectually know, like Lorna, thank you for the, all this information, but like, duh, I know. But it's one thing to know, to not give in. And then it's another to actually not give in. Because I had this level of awareness. I'm like, I know that I shouldn't be giving in. But it feels like I have to. But here's the thing. What are you doing to not give in to the urge to binge? Too many people don't have brain-based techniques to help them weaken that urge to binge to make it easier to not give in too many people too many people okay too many people are like it's so uncomfortable okay let me just like go for a walk around my block let me just hop in a bathtub let me just drink some water and tea that doesn't get rid of that urge. In fact, that actually intensifies the urge. And too many people are trying distraction methods and distraction does not work to stop your binge eating because it doesn't weaken the neural pathways in your brain. It doesn't get rid of that nagging urge to binge. As you're distracting yourself, you're still thinking about the food in the cupboards. You're still thinking about food. You're still thinking about like, oh, I just so badly want to binge. When you've reprogrammed your brain and you stop feeling that urge to binge, you're not thinking about food. You're not planning a binge. You're not impulsive. You don't have this like animalistic vibe in your body. You're calm, you're relaxed. And how you've known 
how to know if you fully rewired your brain. You can be around trigger foods. You can be on vacation. You could uh, be home alone. Like you can have all these different scenarios and you don't feel this urge. And you guys know what that urge feels like. You know what, when that urge comes on. Again, it's like that fly in the house, right? It's like, pay attention to me. So this is why I am such a huge believer in rewiring your brain. This is why I'm, a, I'm a, a, such a huge believer in reprogramming your brain. Because if you just use specific tactics like drinking water or sipping tea, or you keep giving into that urge to binge, you are not going to weaken that urge. In my journey, the way I stopped binge eating was by reprogramming my brain. And one of the first ways was to stop giving into that urge to binge. And the more times that you feel that urge to binge and you don't give in, the easier it's going to become. Is it going to be challenging to not give into that urge to binge? 1000%. But again, if you have specific brain-based techniques to also in the interim of you not giving into that urge to binge, you're also weakening and preventing those binge urges from arising. Well, then it makes it actually so much easier to not give in. I am not expecting you to have this like nagging urge to binge and you just simply don't give in because I remember that felt so impossible. But then when I started learning how to actually prevent these binge urges from arising and how to start weakening it and doing specific brain-based activities to become less impulsive, it also helped me not give in because it wasn't so intense. And remember, every time you feel that urge to binge and you do not give in, the easier it's going to become because those neural pathways are going to stop firing. You feel that urge to binge and you give in right away, right? Like you, you feel that urge to binge and you give in right away. It's like that creates a neural pathway in your brain. Think about any habit that you do. You make your bed, right? It's on autopilot. You don't have to think about it. It's like the easiest thing to go make your bed. And now the more times that you make your bed, the easier it becomes to do. But when it comes to binge eating, this whole doing the habit over and over again makes it super easier is actually not helpful because it's like you feel it or to binge and you give in and now it just becomes so much easier for you to keep giving in. So we need that pat, we need that pattern interrupt. We need to break those patterns, those, those habit pathways in your brain to make it that much easier for you to not give in. It's like an out-of-body experience. My brain would say, stop, but my hand would keep reaching for food and putting it in my mouth. Yes, a thousand percent. I remember sometimes you guys like chocolate chip banana bread. And I remember like having so many pieces laid out. And it was like disgusting how much I ate. And I'm like, my body was like, or like my mind was like, Lorna, you've had enough. Like you're going to be sick to your stomach. But I could not stop myself. I felt like there was literally an animal inside of my body. It, I like blacked out. Like I felt like I wasn't even in my room. I like entered a different world and like came, like I woke up and I'm like, oh, what the heck just happened? You know, it's like you're waking up from a nightmare. 
Um, yeah, it's like somebody else would take over a thousand percent, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand percent. So are you listening to this binge brain? Or do you want to start listening to your true brain? Who knows? You are safe without binge eating. You are safe to not give in. You are so much stronger than your urges. Too often people give into their urges because it's like, oh, it's so powerful over me. Like I feel powerless over it. Like it's just so strong. Like I feel so weak compared to it. Like it's overpowering me. But you have to remember, you guys, that you are stronger than this urge. You are stronger than this urge. And yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. But again, choose your discomfort. Don't give in. Short bursts of discomfort followed by a long-term binge-free life. Or short-term satisfaction of giving into the urge to binge followed by long-term pain, discomfort, regret, shame, judgment, anxiety, embarrassment, all of that stuff. You guys know what you want to be choosing. And we just have to start by listening to our true brain multiple times. Even when you're eating, right? Like you're picking up a cookie and you're, you know, the binge voice is like too many calories. You shouldn't be eating that. That's not good for you. And what is your true brain saying? Your true brain, the brain that you've known as a young child before all this diet culture. You would just eat, you would pick it up and you would just have it. You wouldn't be stressed out. What are the macros? What are the, you would just eat it. Can we start going back to our true brain? And somebody actually commented on one of my videos and was like, but Lorna, like if I listen to my true brain, like that's how I'm going to get fat. I disagree a thousand percent. If you listen to your binge brain, that's when you're going to stay stuck in these habitual cycles. Your true brain wants to take good care of you. If you listen to your true brain, yeah, sure, you might have the cookie, but your true brain also really craves healthy, nutrient-dense foods. Your true brain wants to not feel overly full. Your true brain wants to stop at satisfaction. Your true brain doesn't want you to be overweight or underweight. Your true brain wants you to have energy, good digestion, be in a really good mood. Your true brain wants to take really good care of yourself. It's not true that if you listen to your true brain, then you're going to eat brownies and chocolate and cookies all day long because you're not going to feel good. That's what's going to happen if you listen to your binge brain. Your true brain wants you to feel really good. Your true brain knows that you are stronger than your binge urges. Your true brain knows that you want nothing more than to break free from yo-yo dieting, from thinking about food 24-7, obsessing over calories. Your true brain knows that you are so worthy, you are so deserving of a healthy relationship with food for the rest of your life. So we have to start listening to this true brain, okay? So that was quite a bit. That was quite a bit. 
I feel like this should have definitely been a masterclass. Um, but this is what I will say. I wasn't really going to be talking about this, um, but I'm just thinking about it and I'm just listening to my intuition right now. I'm listening to my true brain guys. Um, I talked a lot about like reprogramming your brain. I talked a lot about getting rid of that urge to binge. And if you guys really resonated with this, I actually do have a program. It's called Stop the Urge. And this is literally exactly what I help you with. I help you stop feeling that urge to binge by using brain-based techniques to re reprogram, rewire your brain to weaken, get rid of that urge to binge so you stop feeling it. So this program won't be happening until September, okay? It's not going to be happening until September, but I wanted to offer you guys, because I feel like this was just like a really good training. And if you resonated with this and you want some support with this, I want to offer this to you guys. So you can join the program now. It's not going to start until September, okay? I'm saying that straight up. It's not going to start until September, but you can join now for $111 or two payments of $67, this is going to be a 497 program, but because if you guys join now, it's like a, like a little bit of time between September, you guys can lock in at that price. I'd totally be fine to do that for you guys. Um, and then you can secure your spot for September. If you're resonating with this, if you want to learn my method of rewiring your brain and getting rid of that urge to binge. Okay. So just thought I would share that out there. Obviously more details be, will be released um, as the time gets closer, but this is my program. Stop the urge, getting rid of that urge to binge, reprogramming your brain, giving you brain-based techniques for when you feel that urge to binge that will help you to not give in. Like this is exactly the program for you. So you can just DM me, stop the urge, and I'll send you the link for that. Um, but thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you guys was, I hope you guys found this super, super helpful. Thank you for this Friday reminder. I always need it. You're so welcome. So thank you guys so much. Message me if you have any questions. You freaking got this. Listen to your true brain, not your binge brain, and you'll be one step closer to becoming binge free. So thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you guys soon. Bye guys.